Hey, it's Hayley here. Before we get into this episode, I have a favor to ask. If you're enjoying this season, please share it on your Instagram stories or leave a rating and review in your favorite podcast app to help other people find the show. Hi, I'm Hayley Dunn and this is Beyond Reality, the podcast that explores the world of television production by chatting to the people behind the TV shows you love. In this episode, I chat with Brendan Garlick, a home economist who has worked on shows including MasterChef, MKR and The Great Australian Bake Off. I find out how Brendan went from reality TV contestant to working on Australia's favourite food reality formats. I was a student and they kind of cross-promoted Bake Off and The Big Bang Theory, which was also on Channel 9 with a smart, funny, tall larrikin, E.G. Sheldon. <laughs> Hi, Brendan. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Hayley. I'm really excited to talk to you today because I think you have a very interesting story as to how you got into reality TV. Yes, somewhat. <laughs> so, Brendan, you are now a home economist. Can you explain what that is in reality TV? A home economist is someone who does a lot of testing of recipes in reality TV. So, at MasterChef, for example, all the food that the contestants cook is tested after the challenge to go on the, the Channel 10 website. So I do a lot of recipe testing and also for pressure tests, all those recipes are tested numerous times by a couple of us before they are set as a challenge. So when we get recipes, they come from well-known chefs and their kitchens, which are quite commercial. So we have to rewrite the recipe to fit our domestic appliances and to make sure it can be done within the time constraints. It's not like a recipe that takes days to achieve. It has to be done within four or five hours maximum. Yeah, and I mean, MasterChef is known for like making incredible, complicated dishes. Do you have to be quite experienced to be able to cook those dishes? Yeah, MasterChef has a lot of complex recipes, mostly desserts. So yeah, you need to be quite experienced in cooking and confident when making those dishes. Some of them can take four or five hours and yeah, you use weird ingredients and techniques such as liquid nitrogen and dry ice and things like that, which I've learned over time. As someone that's, you know, passionate about food and working in the food industry, what's it like working on a show like MasterChef? Uh, MasterChef is probably the most like food orientated show I've worked on because a lot of other shows are based around the drama. So it's been quite good for me in terms of professional development to work on MasterChef and to have experience with like lots of great chefs that come on. Is MasterChef one of the most challenging shows to work in a food team on? Yeah, for sure. MasterChef is probably the biggest and most demanding food show I've ever worked on just because the sheer volume of food and then the complex nature of all the recipes we deal with. Do you like that challenge? Yeah, the challenge is something I love. Every day is different. Every day is exciting. So I love going to work. So I want to ask you, did you always want to work in reality TV? No, I fell into reality TV, to be honest. I was a contestant on a reality TV show, first of all, maybe 10 years ago, nearly. And then two years later, I was in reality TV working on MKR. So what did you want to be? Something in the food area, whether it be like restaurants or cafes or something commercial, like working arnets, making Tim Tam flavours maybe. (laughs) So you had a passion for food and you wanted to work in the food industry. Yes, I had a passion for food and then TV came along and it was food related and exciting. 
So you were actually one of the contestants on the first season of The Great Australian Bake Off. How did that happen for you? That's correct. It was a link on Twitter to apply for this baking show. And I applied. And then a few weeks later, they asked me to bring in a sweet and savoury baked good and the rest was history. I made the cut. How old were you at the time? I was 21 when I went on the show. Were you studying at the time? That was around the same time I finished my last uni exam. So what did you study at university? So I studied a business degree at university doing and then my major was hospitality management and then I did electives in food science. Okay so you applied to you know this mystery food show. We didn't have Australian Bake Off back then. Did you ever think that you would get cast on the show? No, I didn't think I'd get cast on the show, but looking back now, it kind of makes sense. Well, I guess, you know, you were probably someone very different from most people applying for a baking show. Correct. Probably most people applying in that time were quite a bit older with way more experience. And if you look you up, you can find you on the internet, on YouTube. You had a promo where you were called the Big Bang Baker. Why were you the Big Bang Baker? I think because I was a student and they kind of cross-promoted Bake Off and The Big Bang Theory, which was also on Channel 9, with a smart, funny, tall larrikin, e.g. Sheldon. (laughs) (laughs) How does it feel to have a promo made about you? Uh, It felt weird at the start, but now it's kind of, everyone's seen it, so it's kind of normal now. So how did you go on the, The Great Australian Bake Off? I came fifth on The Bake Off. I got to the episode before the semi-final. I am the fifth best baker in Australia, my claim to fame. (laughs) (laughs) So obviously you don't see a lot of ex-contestants go on to work in reality TV. So when you were on The Great Australian Bake Off, did that ignite sort of something in you that said that you wanted to work in reality TV? At the time, I didn't know what I wanted to do because I just finished uni. But yeah, being on the show made me think about it and there was a lot of things I enjoyed, like the spontaneity, every day was different, every day was a new challenge. So yeah, that kind of piqued my interest. And I guess for you, did you ever know that there were food jobs in television? I kind of guessed there were food jobs because there was food shows, but I didn't know anyone working in them and I didn't know how to get my foot in the door. So, yeah. So how did you get your first job in reality TV? From the show, I made friends with the food producer and also her assistants and I kept bugging them for maybe a year and a half. And then eventually one of them put me in contact with the food producer of MKR and they were hiring. So I had an interview at Channel 7 probably 18 months later. So my first job in television was a food assistant on MKR. Wow. So to get into television, to get into the food side of things, did you feel like it takes a lot of work? Uh, I feel like to get into the food side of things in television, you need to know someone because it's very niche and it's very small. Like There's probably 20 of us in the country. So yeah, it's quite hard. Yeah, and I guess most people wouldn't think about there being a food team in television. You don't see jobs like that advertised, but it makes sense when there's there's so many cooking shows, there's so many, you know, cooking reality formats out there. So it makes sense when you think about it, but most people wouldn't even think of that. Yeah, you never see it advertised, especially like food stylists or testers. And so, yeah, but 
shows like MKR and MasterChef have teams of 10 people in the food team. And can you explain what a food assistant actually does? A food assistant does a lot of things. Uh, Mostly they're out shopping for upcoming episodes and then also packing uh, either equipment or ingredients for the next challenge. On a reality show, the food team deals with everything that's edible, basically. So there could be pantries to build, there could be ingredients to set, or even testing recipes to make sure the challenge can be completed in a certain amount of time. So I guess there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes in terms of any big food show. Yeah, there's heaps that go on behind the scenes. There's so much food that comes into the building because we never know what contestants want to cook with. So we always have a lot of options. So there's that. And also taking delivery of food and also getting rid of the food, giving it to charity and stuff like that. Yeah, amazing. So what was it like going from being a contestant to actually working in reality TV? Uh, It was kind of surreal, but it was also very fun. I enjoyed it a lot. And kind of stuck with it for a while. Here I am today, still there. Yeah, and I guess that, you know, not a lot of people are able to go from being in front of the camera to behind the camera. Yeah, there's only like one other person, I think, who works behind the camera now who was in front, maybe two. But there's so much that as a contestant you don't see. And so, yeah, there's so much to learn behind the scenes and so much you don't see until you get there. Yeah, it seems like for the food team, there is a lot of preparation to get the food ready for a reality TV show. Yeah, there's heaps. Like there's like once the creative is set, there's so much to do after that, like ordering the food, finding suppliers, then taking delivery, setting it, and then obviously making sure it's all ready to go on the day. And do you feel like to work in the food team in reality TV, is it essential to have professional training in cooking? It is essential in the food department to have some knowledge of food and it's beneficial to have training behind you. You definitely need like a solid passion for food because you are around it 24-7 basically and any kind of training that you have in cooking is definitely beneficial. Yeah, because I guess the, the food team, there's is kind of a diverse range of, of peoples and, and levels of skill in a, in a food team. Uh, there's heaps of different um, skill levels in the food department in terms of cooking-wise. There's always a fully trained chef and then there's other people who are probably just in charge of rotating stock, but they still need to have some knowledge of how food is stored and the best way to keep things. Yeah, and I guess the more experience and the more you know about food and cooking, the easier it is to to move up in that department. Yeah, the more you know about food and the more you can demonstrate your knowledge of food, yeah, the further you'll get. You started as a food assistant. You're now a home economist. Can you talk me through some of the roles you've done in reality TV to get to where you are now? So I started as a food assistant and then like one of the biggest hurdles when you start out is to find consistency in terms of your next contract. So after that, I did some running work. I remember working on house rules, which was far away from the kitchen. I worked on a few other TV shows, uh, lots of other food shows, even in the art department. I worked on the art department for Bake Off and Chef's Line. And yeah, back into food at the moment. Yeah, and I guess is that the trouble with finding consistent contracts? Is it even more evident in the food team just because, yes, there are a lot of food shows, but you can't just work on 
any reality show. It is food-specific shows. Yeah, working, being like food-based, it's a lot harder to find jobs because there's only ever one or two food shows filming at one time in Australia. So it's a lot harder. You mentioned that you worked on Bake Off. What was it like working on a show that you'd been a contestant on? It was funny because I'd been in TV for over a year, I think, and Bake Off came up and then it was surreal. It was so funny because many of the contestants recognised me and yeah, I could connect with them a lot more, obviously, because I'd been on the show before. That must have been amazing, though, to go back to a show that you'd actually been a contestant on. Yeah, it was really cool. You could see all the behind the scenes. It was a different production company and in a different state and a different set. But yeah, all the concepts were all the same, but it was fun. So you've been working in television for the last six or seven years. What is the best thing about working in reality TV? My favourite thing about working in reality TV is that every day is different and you go to work and you're in a new place or you're filming a new challenge or you're meeting someone new. So, yeah, the challenge and every day being different is my favourite thing. And in your experience, what has been your favourite show to work on and why? Uh, My favourite show to work on has been MasterChef because of all the people I work with, they're all around my age, so we have a lot of fun. And also, professionally, it's probably taught me the most. So working on MasterChef, you would be creating a lot of amazing dishes. What has been your favourite thing to create in the MasterChef kitchen? We've done a lot of desserts, mostly because they're the most technical kind of cooking you can do, and they're my favourite things to make, especially when they come from international chefs. Wow, okay. What advice would you give someone that wants to get into the food team in reality TV? The most important thing is to have a passion for food. What's the best way to prepare for a job in the food team? Like, How can you set yourself up to succeed in the food department of a reality TV show? The best way to set yourself up is to A, have a passion for food and B, do maybe a short course or some kind of tape course involving food so that you know the basic principles of cookery. And then from there, you can learn a lot on the job. If you've got a keenness and willingness and yeah, you can move in from running. And I guess there are limited roles in the food team in the reality TV industry. You probably can't expect to immediately go straight from uni or a TAFE course into a food assistant role. So what are the entry level roles into the food team? You probably can't go straight there, but you could definitely uh, do food running or so a food shopper or something like that. So you probably need a driver's license. Yeah, there's a lot of shopping involved as a food runner, a lot of um, pickups and also like trying to find or sourcing specialty ingredients. So yeah, you could be driving all over the city. Yeah, and is being able to drive like a, you know, a larger vehicle, does that look favourably on your CV? Yeah, on the bigger food shows, definitely being able to drive a one tonne or a three tonne truck would be good. So you worked on the most recent season of MasterChef. What was it like meeting Gordon Ramsay? Gordon Ramsay was by far the probably my favourite um, guest chef we've ever had on MasterChef. I love Gordon Ramsay. I think he's such good television. Yeah, he's great television and also he's just a genuinely nice guy who wants people to do well. And when he pushes you, it's from a good place. Yeah, and did you manage to get any uh, tips off Gordon Ramsay? Uh, Gordon didn't do that much cooking on this series. He was more 
of a host and mentor. But yeah, I worked with him on a service challenge and that was probably the highlight of my career. It was a great day. Did you get to experience the full Gordon Ramsay experience? Did Gordon Ramsay yell at you? Uh, not at me, but uh, one of our producers, he um, did. But I was close by, which was exciting. <laughs> I feel like you've missed out. <laughs> Every time he talks to me, it's very hard to understand him because he speaks very fast and in an accent. And so I ended up just smiling. And so probably thinks I'm an idiot. <laughs> Did you fangirl over Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, definitely. He's my favourite. Brendan, I feel like reality TV is such a crazy world. What is the weirdest thing you've ever had to do? Probably the weirdest thing I've ever had to do was to plant... Or cable tie fruit and veg in a garden to make it look real. But obviously it was just Cole's produce. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. So you went to uni, you thought you would be working in a restaurant. You ended up starring on a reality television show and then having this career in television. So how do you feel about your career in television? It's been fun. I've learned a lot in television. It's definitely not the path I probably thought I would take um, when I was at uni, probably because I didn't know it existed. But yeah, I've enjoyed it. Amazing. All right, Brendan, I want to get to some quick fire questions. Okay, I'm ready. All right. What is your favourite reality TV show to watch? Mm, Gogglebox. What was the last TV show you watched? MasterChef. Who is the most famous person you've met through working in TV? Gordon Ramsay uh, or Katy Perry. What is your dream show to work on that you haven't already worked on? Oh, my dream show was MasterChef, so I need to come up with a new dream. Maybe Hell's Kitchen. Nice. Best location you've been to for work? Or Margaret River. What cancelled TV show needs to make a comeback? Ready, Steady, Cook. I loved that show. Good show. Have you ever been on TV? Yes, The Great Australian Bake Off. Starring as the Big Bang Baker. Look it up. If you could be on any reality TV show, what would you be on? Oh, I would like to be on either Gogglebox or Big Brother. If you could have dinner with any celebrity dead or alive, who would it be? Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> I feel like there's a pattern here. <laughs> I'm obsessed. All right, you've made it. Time's up. Time's up. No, ask me some more. That was fun. <laughs> Well, Brandon, I'll let you get back to your lunch. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, Hayley. Always a pleasure. I'll see you on in the field soon, hopefully. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Love this podcast? You can support Beyond Reality through the Buy Me A Coffee program. It's up to you how much you give and there's no ongoing obligation. Head to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash beyondrealityau or click through the link in the show notes to make a contribution. 